supporter stand this weekend at the Washington Spirit game and she wants to go back so success perfect yes they they really couldn't have given you a better game no um <laughs> it had everything um like the, uh, I, I didn't tell her that I think of like Rose Lavelle in my mind occupies a very similar space to Lucho mm-hmm. in hers um just this wonderful a uh, creative player on the field who's just a joy to watch and slipped away because of circumstances we can't control as fans. Uh, but she missed a penalty. So <laughs> there was that, <laughs> <laughs> which worked out for the spirit. Uh, and then we were uh, directly behind the goal, like dead center, mm. uh, 10 rows up or so. And so we got to watch Ashley Sanchez's banger um, right in front of us. And we got to watch Trinity Rodman skin a couple players. It was fun. It was a good game. Yeah. Uh, we also, I would, th- this was more for me, but um, I was standing right next to Doug and Aaron and Sarah and Riss, the founders of the Rose Room Collective, uh, who you've heard on this show. Um, and I was standing right next to them when they realized that Chris Ward, the spirit coach was wearing a Rose room collective sh- yeah. shirt and he'd <laughs> actually done a big, like unzipping the jacket slowly uh, reveal on social media for it. And they were, they were having an out of body experience. It was, right. it was awesome to see them come good like that. Uh, it was awesome. Uh, saw a lot, saw Donald, uh, yeah. our, our friend Donald wine met up with him before the game uh, I saw uh, Sam and Joshua from Tried and True in the stands there. Um, it was a fun, it was a fun thing. And everyone was super sweet to my daughter uh, who also got to have her picture taken with the NWSL trophy because nice. it was there too. Not in yeah. the stands. That was in cool. the court concourse. It was a good, it was a good Sunday afternoon guys. Yeah. Uh, did, did you happen to meet, uh, did you introduce your daughter to PK? Uh, that's a good question. She saw PK. I, I told her about PK. Yeah, um, so she, who, she knows it, she knows they have to cross paths at some point. Yeah, and he, she saw PK walking around, but PK didn't come up into the the supporter stand, and we weren't mm-hmm. wandering the concourse looking for her either. Uh, but but she did ask um, my my seven year old did ask if PK and Talon were an item, which <laughs> I, I felt like was an appropriate question for a second grader, uh, <laughs> yeah. and I did not have an answer for it. Uh, so, uh, we might need to either explore some headcanon or, or get a real answer. Um, maybe some in-depth reporting can, can figure that one out, but either way, um, you know, put, put that on the list for, for future assignments, I think. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Hey, hey, welcome in. This is Filibuster, the Black and Red United and Soccer's Fun podcast. I'm Adam Taylor, joined by Ben Bromley and Jason Anderson. Uh, we're all from blackandredunited.com, where we talk about DC United and other soccer. Uh, tonight, we I'm going to mention a couple of soccer games, but we're not going to get into them in depth, and we'll get into why very shortly. Uh, DC United lost 3-0 in Columbus to the crew over the weekend. Uh, that kind of sucked, but... They have a chance to get some redemption against the Houston Dynamo on Buzzard Point this Saturday, 7.30. Watch it in all the usual places. I'm not going to go into them. Instead, I'm going to ask Ben, what are you drinking? Uh, I went out and got a fancy drink for fancy occasions. And I got, um, usually when I go with a, a, a smoky PD scotch, I often go with Lafrague, which is obviously delightful. But... For this, I decided to go with one I haven't had before. I went with uh, Lagavulin. Oh, Lagavulin's a good one. Yeah, it's it's good. great. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I did notice, but when Ben was pouring, I noticed he he had not not just like a glass, but already had a bottle in hand. And I was like, I think yes. Ben's got something nice tonight. Yeah, I was. Yes. I would. Had I been home, I would have done something nice or 
had time, I would have got gone out and grabbed something nice. But instead, I have uh, four roses, which is nice, but not extra fancy uh, here in the apartment. So I've got four roses. How about you, Jason? Uh, I have something new. Uh, I have a sparkle. Hey, Jason, 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 that's <laughs> the same beer. I mean, you can't trick us. That's the same it's, beer. I have I have video evidence. It's the that same it's a different one. Beer. It's a can, not a bottle. Uh, as a starting it's point, it's the same one. It's also, I believe, a a brewery that did not exist when this bit began. <laughs> um, so I, I feel like I've got solid evidence backing my position that it is not the same beer. Uh, it's it's by Firm Brewing, P H E R M. They're they're in Maryland. They're quite good. I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> you don't like the spelling or that they're quite good. I'm fine. I hope their beer is good. I don't like the spelling nor the pronunciation. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I've been, it's, it, I saw that the weather was going to be warm. So I was like, let me get a warmer weather beer. And then apparently after tomorrow night, it's supposed to be like a high of like 59 again yeah. um, to follow it. So I'm like, oh, good. That's tremendous but i i think they'll all be gone by the time the weather turns so at least there's that there you go uh so as i said we are not going to go in depth on the loss in columbus uh as we normally would though i do want to say that we might be dumb for liking a sport where you can create double the expected output of your opponent and still get blown out but i digress uh tonight uh we've got some personal news (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Jason, take us away. Uh, So a little while ago, um, I was contacted by friend of the show, Nate Scott. So I guess I'll start off by saying that if you find the news that I'm about to deliver bad, uh, I guess blame Nate. Um, (laughs) But I know Ben already has. um, So you're on team Ben at that point. Uh, You just have to follow his lead. I think at that Um, point you're on team Erie. Yeah, you might. I mean, that might that might change your perspective on this as to whether you want to be team Erie, Pennsylvania um, that I leave to you. Uh, but Nate reached out to me. Y- yes. Well, if team Ben and team Erie, Pennsylvania, you've got to balance which one of those is more important to you um, because you're, you're going to be on both. Um, and if you can <laughs> pretend that team Ben is the one you're, you're, you're really on, then uh, more power to you. Um, but yeah. Nate, Nate reached out to me a little while ago for a, position that they they are starting a new soccer vertical at usa today called pro soccer wire uh seth Vertelny, who people that listen to the show surely know from either covering dc soccer uh for the city paper for goal.com um open wide for some soccer of course uh to go back in the day a little bit um he's already there and uh they hired me to be their be a staff writer for this new vertical so Hell yeah so Someone's going to pay for soccer blog posts, um, which still feels strange um, because for so long, that has not been how things work. People don't tend to pay you for words. So it's, it's, it's pretty good. I think. That is the understatement of the day. I believe Um, I I'm beside myself. Uh, I'm so thrilled for you, Jason. Um, I, I think I made this clear on Slack and, everywhere else where I've, I've shouted from the rooftops <laughs> that I've been able to. Uh, this is such a long time coming and so beyond earned by you that yes. um, I, I, I'm so thrilled to see you getting paid a living wage to write words on soccer. Yeah, like, like, like and, I said on, uh, like I said on uh, Twitter, the world is finally recognizing what we've always known, that Jason is a world-class soccer writer. And deserves Absolutely. to be paid as such. I, I'm I have to contain my urge to immediately do like the <laughs> dumbest thing I can as a as a result of this. So um which I, I believe is already I, I think I've already used this joke with Ben, but I just to immediately start posting monster mash uh YouTube links <laughs> in in the like in the fashion of a Rickroll. So it looks like it's gonna be an article about something and it's just a link to Monster Mash. Um or, I don't think or, I'll be allowed to do that by good <laughs> folks at Gannett Media. Or just uh, uh, start writing a, a normal soccer post, and then about halfway through, just evolve it into a travelogue <laughs> about Erie, Pennsylvania. 
people just just drop like a very like a second paragraph hint and then hold back a little like use a, yeah. a horror yeah. movies uh structure yeah. um You're, this is going to be like a four subheading kind of story yeah. And it's and not then, gonna be until the third one that you're really Yeah, yeah. Or, or it'll be it'll be like in the in the lead you you drop an eerie Pennsylvania reference, but once you get to the body of it, it's not until like two thirds of the way through the article that you come back to Erie, Pennsylvania. Right. And and people will think, oh Erie Erie's done. We're done with Erie, we're safe. <laughs> um yeah. and then you have to have the act three where and all of a sudden things get really wild. Yeah, here's you're, the thing. You're deep in Erie. As point, everyone knows, unless you see Erie die on camera, Erie, Pennsylvania is still there. Right. Uh, and even then, like, there's always, like, Erie Part 7, um, which is coming to a theater near you soon. Yes. <laughs> Erie can be reanimated Nate, for any Nate, reason or no reason uh, at all. Nate is listening to this and is immediately wondering why he did this to himself um, by by hiring me. Erie, um, Erie Floor, Two Canal, Two Furious. <laughs> So, Nate, I, I'm sorry. I'm getting it all out now while I can. <laughs> ben and I will will not. Yeah, yeah. This I mean, is, you're going to deal with them, but that's... we will never log off. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, just yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. a thing that's part of part of everyone's life. I think for a while is eerie talk. Um, but yeah, it's a. Uh, I kind of it's a weird thing to see, like. You know, after the last couple of years, uh, with there were there have been sites, there have been outlets that had good people writing for them that went under. Um, COVID certainly caused a lot of that damage, but it was like, boy, I wonder if any of this is going to come back. Um, if maybe soccer's high water mark kind of happened as far as the rare number of paid journalism jobs actually continuing to exist. Uh, so when um, when I saw that Nate put up that job listing uh when i heard that seth fortelny was going to be working there as well um i thought okay i'm gonna give it a shot with no super no no super big expectations or anything and our good friend kim mccauley sent me a note that was like you better apply for this thing um (laughs) and uh so yeah i got i got a, a helpful nudge uh from kim uh and got that in and uh yeah uh i'm gonna be writing about all kinds of soccer stuff um it's going to be different because it's not, it's not a DC United and Washington spirit focused position. Um, it right. is everything position. So um, that is going to be a big change, but um, yeah, I'll still be around. Uh, I mean, I, I feel like personally that as long as I'm not on like an assignment where I have to not be there during a game, where the hell else am I going to go on? A, right. If, if, if the teams are at home, what, what else is there to do? Um, well, the answer I mean, is nothing. Can, if you're not writing a gamer, you can always step out and, you know, we have season tickets. You can always sure. come over to, to section 131, have a beer with us. Yeah, I, I've had... That's um, something we haven't gotten to do you, in I mean, a lot of years. Right. I mean, so you could also just like... You could also just like go and like dance with the crabs, which is what I assume Maryland people do when <laughs> they're not doing anything else. It's just well, like, you have, to, have a little crab dance. You got to be invited by the crabs to dance. Um, ah, oh, this yes, is, this yes, is yes, Maryland yes. etiquette. Um, if I'm the crabs don't sure invite you in, then you just that invitation. Keep, you got to keep a respectful distance. Um, That's true. Uh, you have to think of yourself as being like they a vampire. Will, they will uh, snip you if you are if not. If you are invited. not invited in, you cannot enter. Um, and so you have to be mindful of that. Uh, it's very important so for all are, of you. There. Are humans vampires to crabs? Is that how? Is that what the relationship no, is? No, well, at no, least no, in this not... specific rule uh, of uh, <laughs> waiting, you have to get or, your invitation before you can. Or you crabs can will join. just kick your ass. They're they're they they are fearless and they have pinchers. <laughs> have you all seen the 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 the, the attack helicopter crab? Yes, uh, the one that was being uh, carried by a drone. Oh, oh, this is a different crab. Well, we got multiple, multiple crabs that are airborne now. Crabs. This is this this crab is underwater, but it like got annoyed by a human, and then it just like went into like it did. It stopped. It stopped crawling on the ground, and it just like went into rage mode and like swam at this human, like up a hundred feet after this human, just like in like. Uh, in rage mode, it's like not in a way that you thought a crab could move. Interesting. <laughs> Have you heard of the phenomenon of? I'm gonna I'm gonna get this word wrong, but um, carcinogation or carcinification. 
where everything yes, of course is slowly I've becoming heard of it. A crab. Everything's a crab. Everything yes, turns, the end point of evolution is crab. Is crab. Yeah, it has happened at least yes. eight different times, I think, on Earth, where crab forms have independently evolved. We're, yes, we're all because everything Earth begs to be a crab. Yeah, we we are crabs in an early stage of evolution. <laughs> I, I definitely feel uh, as I age, my body wants to curl in on itself. Um, especially if I sleep in an awkward position, my body yeah. just wants to slowly collapse into a smaller form, uh, a more uh, close to the ground and tightly packed form uh, that I think is Jason, crab-like. Does your body also want chitin? I mean, probably. I haven't yeah. had a specific er- voice in my head saying you need chitin immediately. Uh, but, it, you know, if that comes to pass, then I'll accept it as just that's how things evolve on planet Earth. I'm not an evolutionary biologist, but I don't think that's how it works. But we're going to run with it for now because I don't have any actual proof that <laughs> Adam, that's not you, how evolution you, works. Do you not want chitin? I, 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 I'm not familiar with the substance, but I probably do want it. <laughs> familiar with chitin? I'm not familiar with chitin. It's your tough exterior exoskeleton chitin chitin makes exoskeletons okay sure why not um yeah uh going back to jason just to blow up his spot again <laughs> you don't want to uh, continue talking about crabs no I, i'm going to talk about my favorite <laughs> crab in this room uh uh anyone who's seen the Black and Red United Post, where, where Jason announced that he was going to be stepping away to uh, take this new position. The replies on it are unbridled praise for Jason, and he's earned all of it. And there, there's national voices, there's longtime readers, there's, there's friends, there's colleagues. Um, everyone has such high regard for you, Jason, and it's, it's I, I, I do as well. Um, you you're you're fantastic to work with you obviously know your stuff you're passionate you're a lot of fun um i'm i'm envious of seth and nate and i hope you guys just you know kill it (laughs) and i know you will i think a major part of what we're going to be trying to do is making sure that that a thing like this doesn't happen like once every very rare uh i don't i realize that's not a correct sentence structure but um it's extreme it's seeing professional there, right? writer ladies and gentlemen yes uh <laughs> soon soon uh yeah they um they're gonna pay me for putting words together and and i'm hoping that they don't hear this podcast um but yeah me like, do words good there there is a certain amount of like let's make sure we do excellent work so that maybe more people in different places are getting this kind of thing that that there's more soccer coverage being paid because there's more uh reason for outlets to say oh this is something we should be paying for um so there is a certain level of like high motivation to uh do not just the best work we can because of like personal pride or anything but like it's a space where i'm you know i think we all like this podcast exists because we looked around and we're like the thing that i want it doesn't exist um and maybe i can make the thing that i want myself um and this is kind of the idea that we've you know taking stock of what's out there some of the stuff that is uncovered that isn't covered uh super closely this is the kind i mean they wouldn't have hired me if they didn't want someone who's going to get in the weeds on a bunch of nerd stuff so um this is the kind of thing that i think we're going to try and bring to the landscape so I, I know I'm sound like I'm just plugging. I'm using this uh, farewell show to just plug, but um, it is kind of a weird, uh, weird new territory to be in to not just be talking about Black and Red United after like twelve and I don't know twelve years and and like twelve point four, twelve point five years somewhere in there. I don't think we're exactly at twelve and a half, but close enough. Um, well, and I mean, and it's it's not just the the podcast, although we're mostly all around the podcast and and the site, but in the in the basic vibe of the of the of the site we've seen what four dc united coaches over 12 years we've seen the uh uh Cardinalfa era we've seen the ben olsen era we've seen the uh both interim and full head coach we've seen the chad ashton now double uh interim head coach era and we've seen the ernan losada 
era. That's so, so far we've left it unsaid. So I'm going to say it now. Uh, filibuster after this episode will yes. be on hiatus indefinitely. Um, we can't do yeah. this uh, this podcast without Jason. It yeah, is there, just there, there is no filibuster show. without Jason Anderson. Uh, but also, Ben and I have a lot of stuff going on in our lives, and it has been harder the last several months to yeah. get ourselves up for this show. Not even just and, several months. It's, yeah. I mean, Adam's I mean, literally especially... talking to us from a temporary home, um, <laughs> just as like one, like a latest example. Um, yeah, it, it yeah, has I, been a lot for, for all of us, but I mean, you guys have families on top of everything else. Yeah. I mean, I'll just say, like, the only reason I've done this podcast this long is because of the two of you. And without both of you, it's 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 just not the same. And so that's how it's going to be. Yeah. So uh, thankfully, there is a much broader roster of other DC United podcasts right now. When we started, there was United Mania, and that was it. And they did great work, but they didn't do what we wanted to do. And we, we took a show in a slightly different direction than they did. Um, I know when we, when we recorded the first episode, uh, Ben and Martin were on Skype. I had figured out how to rig up my MacBook to have a couple different channels so they could have Skype in one channel and the microphone <laughs> in the other. And Jason actually drove uh, to my house yes. and sat at my kitchen table on a Sunday afternoon and and we recorded the show and like jason came with two like legal pad pages of notes because <laughs> well, I, I had if I were, because i had gotten had this ambitious idea that we will do one segment talking about news one segment where jason goes deep on a tactical thing and we have like a tactical primer or like filibuster university or something like it was it, it was not sustainable and we learned that pretty quickly and then one looking for one segment looking forward. Three segments. They were going to be twenty minutes each. We're going to get this done in an hour. It's going to be great. It took when, way longer. When have we that. ever? Obviously, we went longer than that. When have we ever done <laughs> since then? When have we ever done a twenty-minute segment? Um. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that question is correct. Uh, and it, we, you know, from from that we kind of figured out that we can just do chat show basically like not have anything scripted, not go detailed notes, have things we want to talk about and then just talk about them. And we, we got to that point over the years. We had a lot of great guests, uh, including a lot of regular guests who, who came on. Uh, and we got to this point and now there's tried and true there's united 96 from rfk refugees there's dc united kingdom there's the bad hombres fc there's a, a player on the team has a podcast now z <laughs> soccer pod from julian gressel and right. there's a brand new one um district soccer talk like there's so much more in this ecosystem than there used to be and that's awesome i am i'm so thrilled to that, that that's the case um and I, I don't know how much we influenced any of those. I, I hope we hear that any jackasses with microphones can <laughs> do this. And that's why there are so many. Uh, I don't know if that's the case or not, but go listen to those other podcasts, please. If you're not already doing it, um, they're all worthy yes. of uh, I I at least trying out. If it's not for you, cool, move on. But I'm glad that every single one of them exists. Yeah, just go back and listen to our back catalog forever and don't yeah, listen to yeah. anything else. Everyone would love to listen to a podcast and, and the back catalog, including Reliving 2013. Um, yeah, yeah, just go back and listen to 2013 every time. Right. Yeah, I mean, just start, start in the late summer of 2013 and just know that you're supposed to be sad when you start. <laughs> like go listen to an emo and then, album and then listen to the the end of 2013 and then go into 2014 and you'll not have the a end, good time not the end just the just the, the the like late mid of 2013 from about like like august to the end of august <laughs> that's about it really just find the episode where jason and i talk about watching the open cup final at lucky bar 
right yeah, that's getting really, uh, that's all you need from 2013 <laughs> yeah um <laughs> you know all like it, it is really important that the landscape around the teams um has co- has changed so much um because yeah when we started we were doing something where it's like no one's doing the thing we want it really did boil down to that um and you know we're not, this is fi- episode 521 um which doesn't happen like ben said it doesn't happen if we don't get along really well it doesn't ha- i mean it certainly doesn't happen because the team always guaranteed us a good time because they often <laughs> did not um, they it was often like well at least i get to talk about this bad news with my friends um that was kind of the thing for what like 40% at least of the yeah, seasons easy. that we faced um and then even the seasons that did go well ended with some sort of uh terrible news at the very end um we didn't get a lot of like you know on the spirit side to as a contrast they got their like hollywood finish and this show we never got a hollywood finish out of dc united we got i guess the the open cup is kind of a hollywood finish but like i don't think there's a a good movie that is an example of this where the team is absolutely miserable for from start to finish except for five games in a different competition um it doesn't make any sense um but yeah, like people kept listening too. Like we've made the joke. I know all of us have made this joke about how no one has asked us to stop. Um, so we keep doing the show because no one has kicked us off the internet yet. Um, but people kept listening is the is the crazy thing. Because like you might listen to this show after a 3 nothing loss on the road um, and the guys might decide to talk about Erie, Pennsylvania for 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> and that that's a risk that you ran as a filibuster listener. That's That's what you're getting into. Um, and I want to talk about. I, was just I want to talk about that coming oh, back. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, um, which and is amazing. I know there are people who have been vocal online about not liking the opening ten minutes of this show over the years, and I don't I care want, what you think. <laughs> I want those people to know that for every comment we got saying "get to the point," um, we had other people say this is the best part of the show. <laughs> I know you're a soccer podcast and I listen to that stuff, but what I want is Erie, Pennsylvania. <laughs> I don't and think anyone so- wanted Erie, Pennsylvania. They they like the other stuff, maybe. Uh, that one, I feel like, might have been literally I mean, no one wanted. That was as close to a Space Ghost joke as we've ever achieved <laughs> on this show. Yes, uh, which is high very praise, specific, I think. Yes. Very specific Space Ghost joke. Uh, you're talking about the episode where he chases an ant for like 12 minutes out of 15. <laughs> Uh, and just quietly exactly mutters to himself about the ant being irritating. Um, and then the episode ends with a bigger ant chasing him, and that's it. Um, yeah, that's uh, that is kind of what we did to you guys. So sorry, uh, <laughs> I'm for not subjecting sorry. you uh, with uh, some level of anti comedy uh, on some of these episodes. But um, what is filibuster if not anti comedy on soccer? We're somewhere, we're somewhere in the, the uh, evil, evil mix between those two things. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's, it's been a thing that couldn't have, couldn't have happened, I think, without the people, like, the show wouldn't be anything close to what it is if it's not each of us being who we are. Um, And it couldn't have happened if we tried, if we said, okay, people aren't going to want a wacky show in which, you know, if Adam's not available, Ben and Jason uh, run rampant, um, like two kids that have been left home alone unexpectedly. Um, (laughs) It wouldn't be a show where invariably if Ben says something Adam disagrees with or if Adam says something Ben disagrees with, uh, <laughs> I just pick a side to jump in on and that the other person just gets brigaded all for the rest of the show. Yep. Um, yep. If we tried to like sand down those rough edges and make a more polished product, we probably would have more listeners. But also I feel like a lot of people would be like hit or miss about listening. It well, wouldn't and, and matter we, as much to listen. And we would have st- we would have stopped years ago yeah it would have been the the fun of it would have been gone immediately um and also i don't think we have a show like that in us as a group like we're naturally wanting to be goofing off um and so somewhere in the mix of you know talking for 45 minutes about you know a pressing trap that didn't work um you have to have some fun it can't just be like the a pure dry soccer show i'm just thinking of podcasts in general like the only podcast I can think of that is like 100% dry sticking to the mission statement only that is any good is revolutions by Mike Duncan. 
Um, everything else I listen to, they've got there's got to be something else to it, um, or else you kind of don't want to keep coming back. You can go read like if you just want the, the pure effects, you can go read uh, articles or, or books. Um, the thing is the people, uh, and that's that's all of this. You know, filibuster, Black and United. It's the people is is that's the secret thing. Absolutely, uh, and solicitors too. The readers on the site too, like. Mm-hmm. The people who sent us dumb questions, uh, which are wonderful. Like the, the 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 single greatest praise I ever heard for this show is you guys are so smart, but so dumb. And that that nails it. That's what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> that is the show I wanted. And I, it made me really happy when somebody told me that one time. <laughs> Adam, I, I, I'm not trying to begrade... Be, uh, brigade your uh, final episode but can i just can we talk for a minute about just the people uh the soccer players that we dislike the most because i'm just going to talk about how uh, uh andre hano can just continue <laughs> to go to trashville this is literally from our first year as a podcast and ben is correct <laughs> the, and, i'm sorry yeah, andre hano I if have, you're listening but i, I, I mean, still have I, I still have opinions about you it is not his fault that the referee did not send him off when he deserved to be sent off. It's his fault this for is, not feeling bad about it. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is something I thought about going on about in my farewell post. The fact that <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't get uh, our one MLS Cup trip because of the worst call in MLS history. I did mention it, but I didn't go into specifics. But yeah, <laughs> um, somehow a player who played like four games for DC and was never very good um, no. Also ends up being, uh, you know, fouled at what would, would have been like this. That would have been the Hollywood ending for DC, right? Like getting through yeah, that yes. playoff run the way that they did. Um, but it gets derailed because we just don't have very many good referees um, as, as a country. We just haven't done that, um, which I guess is appropriate for reality. Uh, but yeah, uh, Andre Hano, man. Wish, I wish you had not committed that foul. Uh, it would have yes. been cool if you had oh, he just didn't. tried he, to defend. Jason, Jason, he didn't commit a foul. No, he did. He just yeah. got a yellow card. That's the no, kicker. No, he didn't is even that, get that. It was completely uncalled. No, he got the yellow because it, it was, was a yellow. It was a yellow because then it wasn't reviewable, so they couldn't come back and um, do well, any of that no, later. There was no VAR at the time or anything. No, I don't mean no. VAR. I mean, like, uh, the disciplinary committee. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Um because he was allowed to then play the next game. Right. Uh, on top of all of that, he got to also continue on his playoff run. Um, because, you know, that's life in American soccer, I guess, is that we, we don't really get to have nice things, or if we do, they still have some sort of obvious problem to them. Um, but yeah, the uh, I don't know, Ben, who else did you want to call out as a, a person you don't like? <laughs> Oh, that was the main one, just Orlando yeah. in general. I mean, I got to call Orlando <laughs> you know that, that, For anyone who's a relatively recent listener to Filibuster and yet is still with us at this point in the show, <laughs> um, Ben's loathing for Orlando as uh, a, a soccer team, a fan base, and a motherfucking crew goes, it, it predates Orlando's entry to MLS. No, this is a Richmond back, Kickers based problem. It goes back to the origin of Orlando City in USL yes. when the Kickers played them. Yes, it does. And they were bad to DC United when they were a USL team as well. But it is mostly uh, origin in, yes, Kickers lore. <laughs> I like that history is just lore now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I, I thinking about like what what even goes into a show like ours beyond like us getting along and having a, a shared idea of what even we're trying to do. Um, it does come back to, you know, having people who are like, I mean, there's literally a goat account that it exists because of this podcast talking about goats so, so regularly. Um, the fact that we still get questions um, like literally today got a question um from ryan keith about the fox that broke into the zoo asking if maybe we're going to consider renaming uh goat or fox um which which uh like the fox was always bad so the fox did something bad this is the example of what happens when you get fox um 
So no, I, I think the answer has to be no. Unfortunately for Adam, uh, it'll remain two to one on that front, <laughs> to the extent that it that it happens again. Um, that that reminds me, I, one of the strangest things about this show is that it has forced me to be the order muppet, which is not at all <laughs> my my normal setting. We're just too I, chaotic for you, you guys. Yeah. You you guys decided that whatever chaos I could I was bring bringing you were just going to turn up and run well, in a completely you, different you, direction. You were the host, it, so you had to yeah, be the order of Muppet. It, it's my fault for saying I want to host this podcast, and <laughs> here we are with me trying to keep like not not really trying to keep it on the rails, just trying to keep the rails in sight. Don't let the rails go off the horizon. Um, because so, there, there be yeah. monsters. If you're in, but... if you're in Erie, Pennsylvania, uh, the rails are no longer in sight. <laughs> Adam, you also Do they made even have me... rails in Erie, Pennsylvania. I think I saw some rails. Okay. Um, but, <laughs> Adam, I think you made the critical error of pointing out that you had some level of like um, experience. Either I, I can't remember if it was like you had mentioned either um, from your collegiate uh, acapella experience or not, possibly not college acapella. radio. I was experience. never acapella. College radio. Yes. Um, uh, well, I thought that's how you and Anne Louise met. Was no, um, theater. She, she, theater. Was, she did college acapella. Okay. I thought you were uh, both at doing her it. undergrad. I did college radio at my undergrad. Yes. But you mentioned college radio. Doing, we met doing law school musical theater. Okay. So, th- but, but by mentioning this, college radio, this... you yourself into hosting. Um, and which oh, immediately, well, oh yeah, the the space ghost um situation. I mean, as soon as you walked yourself in hosting, that made me and Ben, as the photo <laughs> shows, yeah. uh, Moltar <laughs> right. and Zorak, um, and we both, without having any discussion, immediately understood our roles. <laughs> yep, and uh, it never it never stopped being this way, and and so there were the. The episodes where Space Ghost has flown off somewhere else briefly, that Moltar and Zorak try to figure out what they're supposed to do, um, and usually lose their way. They try to create a rock band, um, or <laughs> you know, uh, just try and go outside for to have some fun and get lost. Maybe they meet uh, Brack. Um, I don't know who our Brack is in this case. I, I think I've extended the metaphor as far as it can go, but um, <laughs> it's yeah, it. it <laughs> yeah, Donald, I guess, is Brack. He he definitely uh, is kind-hearted in the way Brack is kind-hearted. Uh, so, yeah, I'll accept that. Um, I don't know how Donald <laughs> feels about being Brack, but, uh, you know, he can give us a hard time in person, I guess. Um, do you guys have any favorite episodes or favorite memories of the show? Um I I have one in particular that still like will make me laugh when I just when it occurs to me, uh, and it is the time that I suggested that Ben take a live turkey to his father-in-law <laughs> for Thanksgiving, <laughs> and then that good, was the yes. one time I was really able to just like Ben was not having it, but I really was forcing it, and <laughs> his reaction got increasingly violent, and it was my favorite. <laughs> You never did take that turkey with you, Ben. Uh, There's always next. Much you, don't, you don't. You don't know. I, I guess I don't know. I just feel like you would have mentioned <laughs> the time I that you decided was. to take your take a turkey, a living turkey, to Thanksgiving uh, and inflicted it on on your parents for <laughs> very flimsy reasons because um, they would have asked your- for an explanation at some point. We're gonna get your parents. I mean, if it was my, if it was my together. parents, if it was my parents, they might not have asked. They might have been too uh, waspy to uh, uh, ask such a question. My in-laws probably would have asked. We, we can't get into this whole like. We just have to accept that Ben brought the turkey and move on. <laughs> yeah, it would have been like it would have been like harumph. I don't know what this live turkey is doing, but we can't possibly mention it. Do they actually say harumph? No, they're normal Midwestern. I'm making sure. I don't know. As we've established on the show, I do not know what know what goes on in the middle of the country. Um, <laughs> once you once you pass the Appalachian Mountain Range, I don't know what's happening. Um, I don't well, know. There, there's your first problem. You can't even you can't even pronounce the name of the mountain range. 
Sure, I can. The Appalachian Mountains. Come on, it there can't are people be from. It is. It, <laughs> it is, is that. No, I know it is, but also Appalachian. It but also, there are some parts of it that do say Appalachian. Yeah. So they're both right. As Ben goes I'm for round pouring, number two, I'm right. pouring some more whiskey. Uh, so, do you guys have any other favorite moments? Uh, um, one, that, one that comes to mind immediately is the time that uh, in 2020, when we had nothing else to do, uh, we found an old Washington Warthogs game that is inexplicably yes. <laughs> on YouTube yes. and just decided to watch it and record our thoughts as we watched uh, 1994 or 1995 indoor soccer in the Capitol Center. Um, which was not the only indoor soccer team in the area. Um, no. But yes, the Washington Warthogs and their their uh, jungle-themed jerseys. Their jerseys uh, were incredible. They uh, were wonderful. They they were they really did go for the whole Warthogs thing. Um, we also that was a game in which and the whole uh, '90s thing. Oh, it was an extraordinarily '90s thing. I mean, Jim like, Gabara coached the team with a mullet. Um, a lot of other guys also had mullets. There was a guy that got into a fight from inside the penalty box during the game. I'm I have to assume that's <laughs> have everything you wanted. It. Um, yeah. yeah, it was a a pretty astounding time capsule, and also just uh, it's something one something to do during a miserable time to be alive, um, but also like a genuine like how many people could be like given this raw material and do something worth listening to with it, and it's it's not really that many people that could handle. <laughs> a warthogs game and just be like well this is tiresome i'm done after like the second quarter and we we rolled through it like it was nothing uh because that's kind of right up our alley yeah adam i i I think for me part of it is uh just like the whole uh branko boscovich experience the whole uh bodkin of it all (laughs) (laughs) one of the great titles of our time Yes, yes, the whole but when I yes when I was frantically typing on an ancient laptop in 2012, I think was when Bodkin happened. Yeah, it was 20, it was 2012 during an Open Cup game. It yep. was an Open Cup game in Richmond where I was the only live media the, there. The, the stream there, I think there had been a stream, but it died. Yes, um, yes. and it was extra time when it died, so Ben went into everyone was like. The only person that's there is Ben. So everyone is demanding for Ben to provide (laughs) updates in the comments. And I believe the comment was just like Gold DC 105. And the comment was something about like Saragossa to Bodkin. Um, (laughs) And people were like, what is Bodkin? What does it mean? Um, And for a good five minutes, there was no more information because Ben was probably just trying to like use the city stadium internet to like type a more cogent yeah. uh, and, uh, explanation of what had occurred. <laughs> the internet there was bad. It was bad. It was notoriously bad. Um, and there the being that, 2012. Yes. And, and, but City Stadiums was just as bad uh, compared to normal society then as probably now. Though I know the kickers are, are uh, upgrading things there, so maybe it's no, maybe it's no longer a case. I mean, in the, in the years since uh, this, uh, the short version is that for a long time, uh, uh, Comcast and Verizon fought each other outside of City Stadium because uh, Verizon owned the poles and Comcast had the internet, and they would not allow each other. They would, uh, Verizon would not let Comcast put their cord on Verizon's pole to put internet into City Stadium for like years, and that was that, that was why there was no internet there. Is because you can't put your internet on my pole. That's that uh, is, sure is a sentence you said there. Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a pretty great one. Um, and the fact that uh, a couple years later, I found out that somewhere in Anne Arundel County, there is an elementary school called Bobkin Elementary, um, which um, I sent you guys the photo of. Um, yes, I was at I was at the mall, and I guess during Christmas, the holiday season, they put up a bunch of like elementary and middle school kids art submissions at the mall like whichever each school has a contest i guess and if you win you you your art gets put up at the mall i was wandering through the mall and i stopped cold in my tracks because one of the signs just said bodkin elementary and a (laughs) lifetime of living out here or almost a lifetime anyway two-thirds um 
had never heard of this. Uh, still don't exactly know where it is. If you want to memorialize us, name, uh, get your locality to name something after Branko Boscovich. Or, I want to know or buy yourself one of those jackets. If it's if it's the oh, yeah. yes, get yourself get yourself the the, the butter leather leather yeah the, the leather bomber jacket. Um, but yeah, I'm I want to know what the team name of Bodkin Elementary is their mascot because if it's the goats, then somebody clearly did this and is a time traveler and they're holding out on us. What, what if it's the Bodkin Broncos? Also, yes. <laughs> also a possibility of a time traveler. Right. Well, I mean, if look, if a time traveler is this this uh, granularly focused, I feel like they've got a good chance of not encountering their pa- their past self uh, and thus destroying uh, the space time continuum, which is what movies have taught me about space travel. Um, Guys, right. what, if, what if it was one of us? That's what I was gonna say. Well, <laughs> okay, but if if it is one of us then we obviously have to be extremely careful. And I hope whichever one of us it is, because now I'm just moving on to it is, um, that person has to take extra special care to not encounter Jason, their past self. Jason, there are many movies Jason, about this. Jason, it's one of us. It's gonna blow up. It's not gonna be good. <laughs> I don't want to get blown up because of this. So, so here's the thing. Uh, I want us all to pledge right now, not knowing which one of us did it, because it is clearly one of us, uh, that after we go back and found Bodkin Elementary as either the Goats or the Broncos or whichever, uh, we have an emergency podcast about doing it. I, I mean, still play. It, it, that, that's already in the feed because that podcast came out in 1950 when the elementary school was founded. No, we can't. We you just have to find to the, the real to real. Yeah. You have to find the real to real. This is uh, this is uh, why so many time gone. travel movies aren't very good. Is there a, is there a <laughs> is sci- yeah, is there like a made for TV movie about going back in time and founding an elementary school? Because we may have, I made mean, this is this is why if you've ever heard of the movie Primer and you try and learn things about it, other than apparently the director is a pretty bad person. Um, but if you try and learn stuff about the plot of the movie, you really rapidly get into like 35 timelines being required to explain what's going on in it. Um, this is why, because we're already at, you know, at, you gotta kick it. at 1950. Um, you got to kick it. You, you have to do something. Um, you certainly can't just uh, carry on and hope that it works itself out because it never does. Those movies no. don't end with it working itself out. No, um, they, they might end up with a white man claiming to invent rock and roll. Um, that might happen. Don't, don't or, do or, that if you've time traveled. Yeah. Or a no. white man saying it was love the entire time. That one's a little better. Um, I mean, yes, I like I like that claiming to invent a, an art form that you didn't invent. Um, right. If you're going to, if you're a white man, you're going to travel back in time. That one's okay. Uh, it's it's harmless. It's a little cliche, but okay, that's that's fine. Um, yeah. Do not claim to have invented rock and roll. Uh, no matter how Listen. enjoyable the rest of your movie is. Yes. That's still not going to reflect well on you. It was the 80s. It was hard not to be problematic at the time. It's true. Hopefully we are better now. We're, I, I, I am sure that in 40 years we will look back and say, oh, we were problematic then. That's good. That's progress. That's how it works. Uh, you, you get better, and then when you know better, you do better. So continue doing better, and don't claim to have invented genres that marginalized populations invented what else do you guys want to talk about tonight this is obviously an indulgence fest so if you're still here you've been here for this right you 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 are you are wondering uh probably like surely they're just this is all a bit um it's probably one of those like this is a joke but no i i i I did a post like a like publishing on the site you, you can't really do as a bit um that means it that makes it real um so yeah uh, uh i don't know um we didn't really go into this one with a too close of a plan because uh no. that's the filibuster way that's what you that's yeah, what you came I, for i think i think we've done it i think we've done it we we might have just done it talking All mostly right. about time travel in Erie, pennsylvania <laughs> yeah <laughs> That sounds like a filibuster episode to me. Yeah, yeah, is, pretty normal as episode. Filibusters it can get. Yeah. Uh, before we go, I do want to do uh, some thank yous in the style of someone being played off of the Oscar stage. 
So uh, I want to say got, thank I've you. I've got to... my shepherd's crook. Okay, excellent. Uh, I want to say thank you to Jeremiah O'Shan. Uh, oh, I dropped gave it. Oh, fuck. It's, it's some advice to to get this show started. Uh, Alicia Rodriguez, who's been one of our most frequent guests, Josie Becker, uh, Kristen Knowles, Duncan Fletcher, Matt Doyle, Alicia Toller, Dave Clark, Brian Dunseth, Raf Naboa E. Rivera, uh, both members of the Cooligans, Sebastian Salazar, Greg Roach, Kim McCauley, Dave Johnson, Devin McTavish, Donald Wide II, Ryan Kiefer, Rick the Blasian, Stephen Straff, Leanne Elston, Martin Schatzer, and personally for me, I want to thank Jason Anderson and Ben Bromley. Uh, this is and I want to thank Adam Taylor because you've put this together week by week ever, for years now and just corralling the ridiculousness that is me and Jason <laughs> could not have been easy. And, and we respect you for it and we love you for it. Yeah, definitely. Um, and yeah, I, I, you know, Ben, Ben hit the nail on the head for you, Adam. Uh, I don't know if I have got anything that I can really add other than you kind of cheerfully taking on the fact that you're so often being the space ghost, um, embracing that <laughs> fact, uh, rather than fighting it. And never once has Adam been like, guys, can we not make me the space ghost this time? Um, <laughs> it's never happened a single time. Um, and you know, I also, I want to thank Ben, not just for, somehow turning this into a thing because like we've been through a lot of technical platforms um and so also ben also had to handle all of the business end of this thing um yes. which uh is is sound maybe sounds small but is not um he in fact still has things to do <laughs> um to, to come um but uh not only that but producing the show through all of the various technical challenges that have been thrown his way um Ben actually made Plex weather possible uh, because I didn't know how to make a podcast. Um, <laughs> and I was like, Ben, what do I do? And Ben was like, I have made a guide just in case I'm incapacitated so that you guys yes. can keep doing filibuster. <laughs> and literally I was using, it took, it was like 10 episodes in a row where I just every single time had to open that document and go step-by-step step as Ben was saying what to do. Um, so yeah, that's uh, it's not, it's like the most thankless task on the show. But it's also why there's a show. The show literally doesn't exist. I, I guess we could record it locally and be like, you can come to my house and I'll play it through speakers out the window. Um, <laughs> but I feel like the audience would not appreciate that as much as having it in their phone or on their computer as as we do now. And that, yeah. that happens because of Ben. Yeah, at that point, well, Jason, you. it's performance art, not a podcast. Ben is the reason. <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, it, it literally took all three of us. We all had our roles. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Them. And yeah, this, this wouldn't exist uh, without setting up the Patreon and uh, some behind the scenes stuff. Um, there's no way we would have been doing this at this point. Um, which, which brings me to thanking our Patreon supporters over the years because be, because of you and because of Josh Ehrlich at the Ehrlich Law Office. Yeah, I was going to say, we got to uh, thank yeah. Josh. <laughs> yeah, big time, big time be, thanks because Josh. Of, because of you, this this was a hobby that paid for itself and then some. Um, yeah. We were never going to get rich doing this, but we it, it wasn't a financial strain on us because uh, your support and, and the advertising dollars from Josh, who I went to law school with and pitched on the way to RFK. I was like, Josh, I got free tickets or I, I got a ticket for you uh, to the game. Let's let's go. And so he was giving me a ride. We were driving up Potomac Avenue. I was like, hey, what do you think about sponsoring the podcast? And he was immediately like, yeah, let's let's do it. Let's talk about details. He was he was in right away. Um, and his his legal practice has gone in the direction of more civil rights litigation and protecting people, civil rights, which is awesome. So uh he's great his uh, the the other members of his firm are great so i uh, i do earnestly recommend you to them um if you have any employment or civil rights matters they they do good work um in northern virginia in the district of columbia so sorry sorry guys. sorry jason uh. <laughs> uh. I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll have to if it's something ever comes up i'll have to go to josh and be like do you know anyone in maryland um, but no, like to give a real example, uh, like a tangible example, like there have been multiple times where we've had the chance to take this podcast to other networks 
And every single time, our relationship with Josh has been a better financial arrangement for us than these other significantly larger podcast networks have been able to offer. Um, and every single time, they're like, well, what can we do to twist your arm? And it's kind of like, can you match uh, what Josh is doing? And they're like, no, absolutely not. And it's like, well, then we're going to stick with our guy. Um, <laughs> yeah. And that's just a testament to you know Josh's kindness uh, in wanting this thing to keep going and exist. It doesn't does not happen very much. No, it's it, yeah, it's it, it's been great um, working with him, working with you guys, um, talking with listeners, uh, getting recognized by my voice and my name the first time. <laughs> happened to me too. Yeah, me as well. Um, for for me, the first time when when I, there was I th- DC United used to have their preseason event at pinstripes uh a bowling and bocce event space and bar in georgetown and they it was they had just released a new jersey i think it was the last jersey at rfk with the red stripes yeah i think that's right yeah and uh it was the dc vote jersey and the tag inside the the neck was was printed or it was cut in the wrong place and so they gave everyone a free extra one so I got mine customized that day and went to pick it up and uh, gave my name as Adam Taylor. And the person next to me just turned to me. It's like, Adam Taylor, <laughs> from filibuster. And I was, I, I like one, like part of me felt so happy because like this thing I've been doing for so long has someone out there. I don't know is listening to it. And that's was... always a cool feeling, but part of me wanted to like, just curl up under the table because it, it, I don't know how to not be awkward. In I was here in Richmond. I was here in Richmond and someone like in my like suburb of Richmond and someone identified me by voice and we, we chatted for a little bit. It was just like, y'all, our fans are just the best. They are. Yeah. And it's the kind of thing that, like I just said, like it doesn't happen very much. Um, You know, we've had, we've done this for long enough where we've seen what the environment is like. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's a rare situation. Uh, it's rare for a soccer podcast to do 500 episodes um, outside of, uh, I guess, the the good guys at a Total Soccer Show. Um, that's pretty much it as far as yeah, places that can even keep it going that long. Um, Independent, uh, I guess, like extra times, obviously been around sure, for years. That you know, they're doing the they, the daily grind, um, which is a, a gargantuan task. And um, I'll even shout out um, our frequent guest, Mark Fishkin. Uh, coming on i think they're the yeah. one team podcast i can think of that has a few more episodes than us and it's mm-hmm. it's not common um some of these teams haven't merited that kind of coverage or welcomed that kind of coverage um some of the stuff we've been able to do especially you know the last couple of years things changed we got you know Hernan Lozada spoke to us in from belgium um ben olsen spoke to us from home but also like in the middle of covid where probably the last thing you want to think about was soccer um when there's not even an answer as to what soccer's gonna happen um these are the kind of things that don't happen everywhere so we're we're very lucky to be in the spot we're in um and have been in in dc it's it's not a not the norm um it's i know we say things are weird a lot but like we are in kind of a weird place it is kind of an outlier and yeah, um, it's been fun, guys. It's I've enjoyed it, um, and you know, I'm sure there will be some kind of outlet where we can get together and talk into microphones at each other in the future. And I can't wait. I'm ex- uh, I'm already excited to do it, whatever the context. It might Oof. be a Washington Warthogs watch along. <laughs> And, we'll figure, and if that's the case, I'm I'm stoked. We'll we'll figure out an occasion where uh, the best teams in Erie, Pennsylvania, will bring us in as their uh, <laughs> as their announcers for a game, and we'll detail in in excruciating fashion the entire trip up for all of us uh, and, and and back. Um, no no detail will be spared. We will. Uh, it'll be uh, second by second. You will hate it. Uh, everyone will dislike it. <laughs> Uh, thank you all for listening, not just tonight, but over the last 10 plus years. Um, it, it's been an honor to talk DC United at you. Um, follow Jason at Jason DC Soccer 
and read his stuff starting next week at Pro Soccer Wire. Uh, follow Ben at Bromley Soccer um, on Twitter. Uh, I don't think he's writing for publication in a pre- professional environment. So don't look for that. Don't waste your time. Don't, <laughs> uh, don't interfere at... with his efforts to archive things. <laughs> I will fight you if you interfere yeah, with my don't efforts. Don't get in to the way. Let things. him archive. That's the, that's what Ben wants to do. You got to let him. This this feels like a Scott Pilgrim um, scenario. No, no, I refuse that. that. I refuse that. No, no I refuse that. <laughs> Follow me at two zero two AMT. Um, I'm not really writing about soccer, but I will probably continue tweeting about it. So if you want to read that, that's where to do that. I also probably tweet about biking in DC more than you may be interested in, but it's there if, if you want it. Uh, yeah. If you want to help Adam out, like don't, don't drive your car in DC as much. I think that's what Adam would like. <laughs> and if you do, don't, don't hit people with it. Yeah, you can Stop slow down. It's it's fine. You're gonna so get fast. you'll get where you're going right. driving twenty. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just, you, just take like take like ten <laughs> more minutes. It's okay. Just take ten it'll, more minutes. It'll only be ten seconds. I promise. Um. Yeah. Thank you all so much. This this podcast doesn't exist without you guys. Um, both the two people I'm talking to directly and everyone who's who's listening. Um, that does it for us. We'll talk to you again someday. For Jason and Ben, I'm Adam. Say goodbye, Jason. Goat, goat, welcome, goat. Amen. (laughs) 